0: These
1: guys are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. Now, how about them damn Celtics? We are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Monday, June 12th. This is my second time recording the intro because I had a voice crack in the first one that will never hear the light of day. Uh, And the Denver Nuggets are NBA champions. I had to get the voice crack line in first because that's more important to me personally. But uh, the Nuggets just beat the Heat in Game 5 win their first championship in franchise history congratulations to jokic finals mvp nasty probably top six seven center of all time like am i crazy i mean
0: this is a crazy uh i was like jokic sucks and isn't a winning player and here i am
1: Yeah, just crazy. But we will get to that later during the NBA section. If you'd like to listen to that, skip forward or just listen to the Celtics stuff first and go to there. However, we do have Celtics stuff to talk about. There has been more news uh, and it's with the coaching staff again. Just a couple episodes ago, we talked about how the Celtics have hired Sam Cassell and they're now adding on to that. They have hired Charles Lee away from the Milwaukee Bucks long regarded as one of the top assistants in the NBA. Uh, He's going to be Boston's lead assistant, meaning Sam Cassell will just be uh, an assistant on the coaching staff. But now the Celtics have Joe Missoula with Sam Cassell and Charles Lee behind him quickly becoming probably one of the most stacked coaching staffs in the league, right?
0: Yeah. Charles Lee was a finalist for a few jobs. I believe he was in on the Toronto Raptors job. Mm -hmm. He was at least considered for the Bucks job, if I'm not mistaken. And He's been eyed by other teams as well. He had interviews with Milwaukee, Toronto, Phoenix, yep. and Detroit. So if he's just going to be the assistant for the Celtics, that's, again, adding some star power. He was held in a high regard by plenty of teams around the league. It's another great get to surround Joe Mazzulla, who's still learning the ropes, still working to become the best coach he can be, obviously, fans. Have some sort of feeling towards uh how he may be able to improve. We've we've heard some suggestions, <laughs> maybe calling timeouts, I, uh different I tweeted, rotations.
1: I tweeted for my brother's graduation the other day, and the only reply to the tweet was hashtag fire Missoula. Just no, yeah, nothing. I actually tweet. I
0: forgot about that, and it was fantastic. <laughs> I hope but Henry yeah. had a great graduation. I'm proud Congratulations, that you did not fall Henry. asleep. Mm-hmm, did and not. It's a big achievement for Henry. So congratulations to him. The
1: the graduation or the not falling asleep?
0: (laughs) uh, Not falling asleep.
1: Of course. Um, It's a long time. Boring ceremony. It was terrible. I might have fallen asleep if I had to sit through it. I got a little sunburned. I don't think you can see it on the camera. I don't burn easily, but the sun was brutal. Um, but back to it's Charles really Lee. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry, people. Uh, Charles Lee has been an assistant under Mike Budenholzer for his entire coaching career was in Atlanta with him since 2014, made the move with him to Milwaukee in the 2018, 19 season. Uh, and now obviously Budenholzer is out. So the Celtics swooped in and stole him away from the Bucks. Uh, he'll be the lead assistant. I'm taking this information from uh, Connor Roche of mass live, but uh, he was, First, seriously viewed as a head coaching candidate in 2021. He was a candidate for the Pelicans job that went to Willie Green, a finalist for the Wizards job that went to Wes Sunsell Jr. Um, he most recently interviewed for almost every head coaching uh, position this offseason. Uh, Pistons, he was a finalist for Raptors, finalist for uh, obviously Detroit went with Monty Williams uh, with the richest contract ever. Uh, and then. Raptors hired Darko uh, Rejakovich sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong uh, and then I, I pulled a quote from that same Mass Live article this is when Lee was promoted to the head assistant in Milwaukee um, he he said this uh, when asked about like the change he said a lot of things are really the same uh, I think the title change but how I approach the day-to-day, day-to-day is I'm supposed to be a faithful servant to coach Bud and just really focus on how I can help these players get better individually when it's going to turn over um, and be able to help us as a team as well. It, it just sounds like he's a great guy to have as the second in command to Joe Mazzulla. It wouldn't surprise me if he interviewed for that Celtics job a couple seasons ago. So um, Joe, Joe Mazzulla has a great staff behind him uh, now with Charles Lee and Sam Cassell. It, it went from a very thin coaching staff with Ben Sullivan and and all these guys leaving to join Udoka to a very well rounded coaching staff, Um, probably rivaled by the Suns, Frank Vogel, David Fisdell, and Kevin Young. And then, like you always say, Sam, when you know the assistant coaches' names, you're probably doing something right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had people getting excited about the assistant coaches. You had Woj so excited that he mistook Steven Silas for a member of the Celtics staff. <laughs> yes. He sent out a tweet to follow up his initial report of the Lee hire with he joins uh, Steven Silas and, oh, my God, who did they, uh, Sam Gassell on yes. Joe Mazzola's staff. And Woad was very wrong. Uh, the Athletic put up an article about this, uh, spoke with one of Lee's former colleagues, Blaine Miller. Mueller, mm-hmm. And he had just great <laughs> things to say about him, of course, right? Uh, what you see is what you get. And you're going to see a smile and an energy and a vibrance to him. It just goes a long way on the staff when you've got someone every day like that who you can lean on so heavily. Coaches are dealing with all these things, losing streaks and owners and all these pressures in the players. And Charles comes in like, no, we're not going to that place. So what you can get ready for this season is the Celtics to be losing and Charles Lee to smile on the sidelines. And then the fan base (laughs) is going to be really, really mad like they were when Kemba used to smile. Hmm and they would Boston hate smiling
1: so. boston boston hates smiling man they, if you're losing there's no reason to smile and i respect that mindset but it's also a cause for toxicity i suppose um but yeah charles lee on the coaching staff now another great get for the celtics for brad stevens for joe missoula to help him push forward uh into next season um Next, just another small tidbit of news. Grant Williams made some a uh, l- little bit of noise in the Ethos. Uh he attended a New York Liberty game with Mikhail Bridges. Uh I saw a TikTok actually of Grant in New York. Just it, I
0: it did was too. one of
1: those. Did you see this TikTok? It was like a guy saying, like, why'd you lose to the Heat in
0: the Yeah, finals? I did see that.
1: Uh Grant was I've like, been asking hey, <laughs> Nobody's Nobody has answered
0: why they lost well, to Miami.
1: Grant goes, We're asking the same questions, man. Uh our, like, yeah. Um, but he attended the game with brooklyn nets uh ford mikhail bridges which eyes emoji kind of the nets don't have cap space so there's no realistic path uh for them to acquire him unless it's a sign and trade um which probably doesn't make too much sense for the, the cba likely restricted Celtics down the line uh so um just cool to see him out and about tatum was also at a WNBA game i, I don't remember which one vegas. he attended uh vegas i okay. believe aces are nasty um becky hammond i think is still had a coach over there but um yeah, I mean, good, good for for Grant. You mentioned this. Did you mention it with the intention of the eyes emojis being brought up, or was it just something like something that happened in the Celtics sphere? Um, well,
0: you're a free agent, seen sitting with another NBA player, <laughs> perhaps could be an eyes emoji. But everything that we have heard about has been he's going to come back. Him and Jalen Brown are going to be asked back. Uh, I believe. Steve Bullpett had that from heavy. Yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes, him, and,
1: him and JB. Yeah.
0: And then the surgery thing happening. Now we talked about in the last episode seems to point to him going back to the Celtics, them reporting on him being ready for training camp. It sounds like the idea is to have him back in Boston. I'm curious what the numbers going to be. I well, don't know what's been thrown around. I heard somebody say 20 million today. I forget who I was that's talking crazy. with. Do you know I hope John, like Holl-
1: John Hollinger, the athletic? Have you yes. seen his, uh, his like boards rating? Um, I
0: saw he had a long list of the predictions for some of these guys and I did not see the grant one
1: boards ratings is literally stands for big old rating dollars, uh, something like that. And so he basically has this whole formula of like age value on the court, all these stats, like different things that determines a player's free agency value. I'll I'll go look now, but I think grant who check-in is the 25th best free agent in Hollanders list. Most valuable. Um, I think it ranked in at, like, 15.8 is what he said a fair salary probably would be. Um, I I don't know how far over that list Grant would go. Grant Williams, checking my math here, yeah, 15.15 is there. I have to imagine he'll probably get an offer like, 17, 18 in free agency. That being said, if I'm the Celtics, am I crazy saying, like, and I know I'm I'm generally down on Malcolm Brogdon, but purely from the perspective of oh no the, Don't the, say the rotations, it. I'd rather re-sign Grant and trade Brogdon than keep Brogdon and let Grant walk. Does that make sense? Like, I'm fine with keeping both, but if yeah, the choice think, is for money reasons, I think Grant is the smarter decision to keep.
0: Well, if you're really concerned about money, then it circles us back to Chris Paul. And if you can get Chris Paul for nothing and trade Brogdon... Maybe that's how you screw around with the money and give yourself some relief. That's the only reason I think the Chris Paul thing makes sense. I thought if you said you want said, to utilize Brogdon. I
1: thought you said trade for Chris Paul for a second. I yeah, like, do that. that the
0: money? <laughs> yeah, give him the $30 million to play no, for your yes, team. Yes, definitely don't do that. No, if you're getting Chris Paul, it has to be cheap. Uh, and it has to be a motivated move where you're using it to shift your roster and strengthen it overall. It doesn't make sense just to bring him in for the hell of it to sell jerseys, whatever it may be. It makes sense if you're looking to bring in some more wing depth. I think you need it. Uh, Grant Williams is fine. He's fine. I don't know what they're gonna pay him. If it's fifteen eight, it's whatever. I don't think they can spend the money anywhere else. So you might as well spend yeah. it. And you're going to end up going into that CBA threshold of 17 and a half million eventually. All of these guys are locked up long term. They're the core members of your team. So it really doesn't matter too too much. Uh, it's gonna matter. We'll see what's going on with Horford. We're going to see how effective he's going to be this season after another year of just getting older. And we saw a little (laughs) bit of regression in the postseason this year where he wasn't able to... Are you laughing at the same thing yeah, I think you're laughing at?
1: No, I'm laughing at the Horford getting older. Sorry. Oh. I, just thought, I just thought it was funny because it's like, it's like very true. It's like the most blunt way of putting it, though. Just like another season of uh, yeah, him just getting older. He <laughs> is getting older, though. I know. It, it I know, sucks I know. because I know
0: it feels like him getting older may be the first like bolt to come out of the wheel that eventually falls off.
1: Yeah, no, I know what you mean, because he wasn't. An and that's why I think the important. run
0: last year. And and that's he why was bring, important when they were yeah. playing well this year, and he struggled really badly against Miami shooting threes, and it hurt them. Yeah. He lost at the end. I hope, I hope it's I hope it's not true. But yeah. Could be something to keep your eyes on. I don't know what they're going to do with him. We talked a little bit about it last time. There's probably no team that's going to take him off you for anything worthwhile. So yeah. you're probably just going to see him ride out as the Celtic, which I think is kind of deserved. I think he's been excellent think- since he's been a member of the team. Uh if- he's done nothing but. Uh, bring respect to the team? If they win a title, does his number go up? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if they win a title this year, this is his third season and his second stint. Mm -hmm. He was here for three, four years. He was here 17, 18, 19. And then then 21, no, no, 22, 23. This will be 24. He'll probably play next year, 25. That's seven years. That's longer than KG spent with the Celtics. So... There's that. Maybe. I mean, obviously, he's going to have a little bit smaller of a role than KG did. I think mean, that's safe to say on a title team. I don't know. I think Horford has done a really good job of embodying somewhat what it means to be a Celtic. I think he's been a good leader. Uh, I saw somebody in the comments make a fair point of if he's so great at being a leader, why do they lose home playoff I games? Did. Which is very true. I wish they wouldn't do that, yeah. especially when it's uh, arm in the leg to get in the building. Kind mm-hmm. of fucked up a little bit, but... <laughs> What are you going to do?
1: It is what it is. I think bringing Grant back is probably the best play. And as much as it's eyes emoji about Mikael Bridges, I would place bets that he's back in a Celtics uniform next season, but that's just me. At the very um, least,
0: bringing Grant back allows you to be flexible, whether you want to yes. trade Grant down the line and bring in somebody else making whatever money yep. he makes. Yep. It can't be a bad thing, I don't think.
1: Agree. I agree, especially with the value he showed in the postseason. Also, Grant was rocking his little arm brace thing Super in those cool sling, yeah. Yeah, look at him go. Uh, the next piece of Celtics stuff we have, Bleacher Report put out an article. Let me just check who wrote it because I, I know the general guys, but I want to make sure I get the one right. Uh, Greg Schwartz of Bleacher Report put out an article, one hole every team can fill in free agency this offseason. Do you know what the Celtics was, Sam? Uh, bench wing depth. <laughs> Shooting. <laughs> And I, I did the same thing you're doing where I raised the eyebrow. His argument was basically poor shooting helped nail the Celtics coffin shut during the East finals. And I agree with that, but I don't necessarily know if it's because they have not enough shooters. I just think their shooters went cold. And so what having more shooters on the roster is going to prevent I mean, they have Sam but... Hauser
0: and he was just hanging out <laughs> exactly. And so... whether it was justified or not, by the way, he probably shouldn't have played in that Miami series, but if yeah. you're complaining about shooting, That's kind of all he does. So they can add a shooter. If they play Sam Hauser, they've effectively added a shooter.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, I I will say two of the three free agency target options he brought up, I think, would be valuable outside of their shooting, too. So I'm fine with it. The third one we'll start with just to get out of the way. Damian Lee, fine, I guess. Whatever, yeah. I don't think you necessarily need another guard. But the other two, I think, are better because they don't necessarily need to play a lot of minutes. But they can get in there at the forward spots. First one, Joe Ingles. I don't think it would be old, terrible. He's old, but I, I think it could be similar to the Blake Griffin thing, where he can give you some good regular season minutes and sort of elevation. I, I n- nobody they get in free agency is going to step in and immediately be like a top eight guy, right? The Celtics' top eight if is set, second unless the make is who chance. I'm
0: hoping it is. <clears throat>
1: would you ta- who do you hope
0: it is? I hope it's Georges Niang.
1: It's not George Niang, but I love that, though. I, yeah. I, I would love George Nying. Uh It's Tory Craig, who I think is also fine. Another that's good a name defender, that's been thrown around
0: a few times. We've right. talked about him. Mm-hmm. At least I think it was before the deadline. We were kind of throwing it back and forth. Like maybe he'll end up on the Celtics in a trade. He would give you some wing depth. Traditionally, he's good an defender. okay defender. Um, mm-hmm. He can shoot okay.
1: Played real well in the playoffs this year. Put, put up like I, 20 would, points I would in the love first to see
0: George Niang.
1: George Niang would be cool.
0: <laughs> George Niang is fire, dude
1: local guy too i know you love local guys
0: i do love a local guy i love a guy that looks like he just got picked off the street a little bit (laughs) yeah kind of reminds me of one of us you know
1: there you go you go but uh i just thought it was interesting that they they pegged shooting as the celtics need this summer i don't know if i agree with that
0: what would your number one have been
1: wing depth like you said maybe maybe more maybe more defensive minded wing like I think it's important that the wing can shoot. Like, I, I think Tory Craig would probably be the ideal wing depth guy for me because I, I don't think I would label it as shooting, though, because I don't think a Damian Lee or or a Seth Curry would help the Celtics. I think you need a three and D. <clears throat> excuse me. There's the voice crack. You missed at the start. I think you need a three and D forward slash wing, like somebody who can play a little bit of three. Somebody can play a little bit of the four. Yeah. Um, I think that's the sweet spot, right? Cuz that's really what you're missing. You have all those point guards who can also play shooting guards. You have, you know, Al, Grant and Rob who can play a little 4, a little 5. You don't really have many backups that can play the 3 4. Uh you can classify Grant as that. I don't really like him at the 3. You can classify Hauser as that. Don't really like him at the 4. You get a Tory Craig in there and like just or Niang, right? Somebody that can play both those positions, you know, can can be physical in the post if he needs to, but is also a decent perimeter guy, can hit his shots. I, I think that would be what the Celtics should add this summer. Gallo fits that a little bit, but he's just not quick enough to keep on on defense. Like, he's the shooting without the defense, uh, but he is big enough where you can probably put, put him at the floor a little bit. But <clears throat> I will I say,
0: if yeah. they're fortunate enough, and if the health is there, Pritchard up north, Verano Porter, I said it before, we've talked about like it, it yeah. plenty of time. I think that is the perfect backup to fill the role. You exactly have specified three and four a little bit of defense, some length there made a big impact against the Celtics in the finals in 2022. Obviously he went through a foot issue, toe issue this year, missed a lot of time for the Raptors and he didn't get to play a lot. Didn't get to see what he's got left in the tank but I would not be opposed to it. It's really risk-free if you're moving Pritchard, who essentially is not going to be on your team anyway next year. Mm-hmm. Why not take a swing at that? I think you can't go wrong.
1: Yeah, and even if he doesn't give you much off the injury, like worst case, you have another Blake Griffin and or Noah Vonley even. You can just let him walk. Um,
0: yeah, so a, no actually,
1: yes, 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 never mind. I thought he was a free agent, but you have to trade for him. So I was going to say like, yeah. How much is the salary? Blah blah blah. But whose option? No, you're right. Player. He has an option, right? I think it's. I think it's a player option. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Let me. He's not walking. That's why I was confused because I, I thought we were talking about free agency, and I was like, he's not declining that player option. No way. Um, but yes. Okay. Uh, moving on the next, and I I think the final topics things we have to talk about. Our friends over at the Garden Report. I think we've had almost all of them on the show. We've had Bobby. You've had Joshua, We've had Jimmy. Not John Zanis yet. Not Sharad yet maybe in the future had Nick Jelso as well. So the CLNS crew, friends of, of the Nick show Jelso. in general, <clears throat> love it. Um, need to have them on again soon. They came up with a trade, um, that they basically concocted, uh, I believe, um, and reacted to on their podcast. Okay. And I'm trying to put it in a separate, um, what's it called? Window. A, uh, Yeah, separate window, but I think I'm just going to zoom in here quick in a sec. Um, It is a three-team trade with the Raptors and the Magic. It would completely change the the outlook of the Celtics. It trades Jalen Brown. It trades Marcus Smart. It trades Robert Williams. Okay. For what it's worth, for what it's worth, I'm not sitting here and saying this is realistic. I don't think it's realistic, but I thought it would be fun to react to and just take a look at. That's all That's all I'm going to say. The quality is terrible because I've had to screenshot it and everything. However, okay. I'll put it up on the screen. It's terrible quality, but you, you'll see the faces. You can make out the names. So so, so here it is. Um, this is a three-team trade. I'll read it out for the audio listeners. Like I said, terrible quality. I apologize. Um, it is. Pascal Siakam. Markel Fultz, Wonder Carter Jr. and Franz Wagner to the Celtics. Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, pick six and pick eleven to the Raptors. Jalen Brown to the Magic. My initial reaction: This is way too much value for Jalen Brown. Way too much. I'm sorry. And you see, and I'm I, okay with this. I think it's fine for the Celtics. If I'm the Celtics, I'd do this immediately. But yeah. I think I, I, I don't think there's. I think the Celtics and Raptors would make this trade ten times out of ten. I think the Magic would laugh in your face. Um, I think the Magic would have to also get Peyton Pritchard. I think the Magic probably wouldn't give up. Done. Franz. Uh, they wouldn't give up pick 11. And I don't think they'd give up Franz Wagner. Maybe if you switch out Wagner for Gary Harris, you consider it. But then if you're the Celtics, you're like, eh, you know what I'm saying? But I just thought this was interesting and completely crazy and wild. And so I, I, I wanted to, to look at it. What do you think, Sam? I know you said you'd do it if you're Celtics. If I'm
0: the Celtics, I'm doing it. I mean, I hate <laughs> the idea of giving up. Uh, really, all three of these guys. I would like to see them come back next year. I've calmed yep. down since the playoffs. I really, I've never really budged on Smart. I would like to see him play his whole career on the Celtics. I think he is a winning player, despite the accusations of not being that. I think he is. He's never missed the playoffs. Usually plays pretty well in the playoffs is is reliable brown had a rough series against miami he became the scapegoat Mm -hmm. uh rob he's iffy just because of his health injuries yeah but siakam's fine he's made all nba a couple times think Fultz is a little bit underrated in the league right now Mm -hmm. i I think he's really good when he plays for orlando that team plays well Mm -hmm. he wouldn't be the worst replacement for smart i suppose plus in this situation you still have brogdon and white so you don't lose a ton of guard depth Uh, Wagner's a great young player and Wendell Carter has been a solid piece for Orlando these last couple years since joining off of Chicago in the trade. I don't know. As far as the Celtics are concerned, that's a decent return. Those are all quality players. I think Orlando does give up a lot, but they do get Jalen Brown. Assuming like you're assuming that he's on a long contract in this situation. Mm hmm. Even though I don't think they can trade him if he's extended until yeah next summer,
1: you'd have to if you're Orlando, you have to get confirmation that he would resign. Yes, I, I think Franz, Franz Wagner is where they get lost. I don't think they'd give up Franz Wagner in this deal. Would you make this deal if it was Gary Harris instead of Wagner or or like a Cole not. instead of Cole Anthony instead of Wagner? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think Wagner's I, really
0: the sweetener because I agree he's but a I, great young call player. me crazy.
1: I think. Wagner's value alone is too close to Brown to be thrown in this deal. I'm not saying he's as valuable as Brown, but like he averaged 18 and a half, 4.1 rebounds, 3.5 assists on 48, 36 splits this past season. And he's 21, right? Like he's a damn good player. He has all-star upside. I'm not saying he's as valuable as Jalen Brown, but on the contract he's currently on, like, I don't like giving up not only Franz Wagner. I don't think they'd give up Franz Wagner for Jalen Brown straight up personally right? I'm not saying he has more value, but just for where the Magic are at, I, I don't think know. they would. I think they but might. For, for the contract's sake, for the sake of growing the young core for the, the age, regardless, maybe they. Well, Orlando would, might
0: yet. feel that that team is ready to make the next step. Granted, maybe. Wagner is a piece of that young core that mm-hmm. kind of impressed but last year, took yeah. a little bit of a
1: my, couple swings more, at
0: the rest of the league.
1: <laughs> more my point is, I I think it's Maybe even sixty forty, they would trade Franz Wagner for JB trade up to trade Wagner, Markel Fultz, Wendell Carter, and six and eleven. You're trading three starters and two lottery picks for Jalen Brown. That's just, that's just way Those too much. Those picks are a lot. That's what I'm saying. And this isn't a shot at the Garden Report, guys. Like I, I think they just like threw this out there as like a wild hypothetical. I don't even know if it's theirs. They would have took it from somewhere. I just this is where I saw it. I, I don't think the Raptor, the, excuse me, the Magic do this. I think both other teams do. But it's interesting. I just thought it was fun. This, this is the point of the offseason right? you know.
0: It is. It is the two or three weeks since the season has come to a close. Uh, the interest is going to start to come back a bit. You're going to start to have a little bit more to talk about as the draft gets closer. That is only 10 days away. Nine, as you're listening to this. Um, Then you'll have free agency. Then you'll have a whole lot of nothing. You'll have the summer league. But you'll have a whole lot of nothing. <clears throat> and we'll get back to this in uh, August and September. Can't wait. <laughs> I only want to put my head in the microwave for 60 straight days. Ugh, the worst time of the year.
1: Well, maybe you don't love it, but
0: uh I think No, I'd prefer my head not in the microwave.
1: <laughs> I think that concludes Celtics today. There wasn't there wasn't too too much out there. We got a little creative. Uh we, we watched plenty of stuff, but there is a decent amount of uh NBA stuff. So yes, we can run through that. The biggest NBA news out there, I would argue today. Pelicans want. That, or they want Scoot Henderson. Um, Shams went on uh FanDuel TV or, or Stadium, he went on something <clears throat> talking about a Western Conference uh, uh team really wants to trade up and get Scoot Henderson, and it was the New Orleans Pelicans. I saw a lot of takes on Twitter, some saying, Oh, maybe they'll trade Zion for it, maybe they're wanting to trade BI so they can plan for a Scoot Zion pairing, and even if Zion's not there and isn't healthy, they still have Scoot, a blue chip prospect. I saw a lot of different variations. I wrote something for the Pelican debrief, which is fan side is Pelican side about, you know, five trades they could make to get up into that one, two, three, you needs picks one or two or excuse me, two or three, for it. Sounds like the Hornets want Brandon Miller. So you could probably get there with three, but if you want to guarantee it, maybe you make a trade with the Hornets. I think there are some pretty realistic trades they could make with either team to get it. I'll run through some of my basic ideas if you want to react, but I'll let you give your thoughts first on the whole thing.
0: If if you're the Hornets, I think it does make the most sense, fit wise, to take Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller, who yeah. was the best player in college basketball this year, he was an impressive uh, number one on the number one team in the nation. That is until the bottom fell out mm-hmm. in the tournament. Um, but seriously, he put together an impressive season. He was a good scoring wing, which is a commodity in the NBA now. It's one of the things that teams build around. You're seeing wings lead the way a lot on these championship teams, so it does make sense to go after one, especially in favor, or over, rather, a guard, which you kind of already have, LaMelo. You can obviously have those two guys play off each other if you would like, but it makes the most sense to fill a need that you actually need because they still do have Terry Rozier, who they could move. Yeah. But yeah. then you're really going to over-stack that backcourt, which, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they need more help. You, you can't need just keep guards. You need <laughs> taller guys, too.
1: Very true. Unless you're the Celtics. Uh, no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> just, I'm just fucking. Um, As for the Blazers,
1: eyeball emojis, what do what you get? I agree. Get? What do you get? So I wrote, like I said, some trades. And basically the way I format it is. I did one Brandon Ingram trade and one Zion trade for each mm. team. And then the Hornets got a third one, which is if they just want to completely like tear down and hit rebuild, like they could get a bunch of assets and young players. Yeah. Um, but we'll start with the Blazers. Cause I do think that's probably the biggest size emoji. Okay. So for, ahead. for the Brandon Ingram Portland trade, I had third pick Anthony Simons and Nurkic to New Orleans, Brandon Ingram, Larry Nance to Portland. It's pretty simple. Salaries work. Now, if I'm Portland, maybe you're overpaying, but I think you get better roster fit with that and you get off the Nurkic contract because I think he's three years, like 17, 18 mil season now. And he's he's just not a mobile big. He's been all right. But like you need to upgrade and then they could roll out starting lineup of Dame, Shaden Sharp, Brandon Ingram, Jeremy Grant, Larry Dance at Center. Um, Pelicans would roll out Scoot Henderson, Anthony Simons, Herb Jones, Zion Williamson, Jonas Valanciunas.
0: Yeah, if you're the Pelicans in that situation, it at least opens the door to a Valanchunas trade. I know you kind of threw that name around as a potential Brook Lopez replacement for the box because maybe. I mean, I'm not really convinced he's gonna re-sign there. I think I don't know, it really just depends what he's about. If he's about money, it's not gonna be there. I don't I don't think they can pay him. He's going mm-hmm. to garner probably around 20 million, you would say. So some yeah. other team is going to throw that at him. I don't know who it's going to be. Uh, initial guesses, who could – definitely not the Hawks because they pay everybody.
1: Oh, for Brooke Lopez? Yeah. <sighs> It'd have to be a team that has or the cap space, the Bulls? and that's the problem. Maybe the Bulls. I they, saw a couple articles <laughs> saying Brooke Lopez to the Bulls. Yeah, it was mine. Uh, and someone else. <laughs> yeah. Um. The yeah. issue with that is I don't think there's enough teams that could use him – Oh, the Rockets. I think the Rockets are probably. probably oh, that's hard cardin- to say that. I think that's the Rockets a are problem. a fun
0: team to watch this summer. we can we I can agree. like kind of like dance around that if you want in a bit. But back to mm-hmm. the Portland trade. Uh yeah. um, now you've got one centered around Fat Zion. Yeah. Does Mariah Mills also go to Portland?
1: <laughs> no, she'd stay in New Orleans for this one. So I think that ups okay. the value a little bit. More um, tweets then. <laughs> This one I had third pick, Simon's Nurkic, and a first for Zion and Nance. I just added a first because I, I think while obviously maybe you argue Ingram's more valuable because he's on the court more, but at the same time, like the upside of a Zion trade is probably higher uh for any team trading for him. So it's basically the same, just an extra first round pick coming uh from Portland in the deal. Um ag- ag- simple, but uh moving to Charlotte, I had pick two Gordon Hayward and pick thirty-four for Brandon Ingram. And then the Zion one was pick two, Gordon Hayward, Nick Richards and a future first for Zion. So again, just very similar outlines to get the, the Hornets uh, one of those guys in there.
0: See if I'm the Hornets, I'm really going to go hard after either one of those guys. I think
1: Zion and LaMelo would be so fun to watch when healthy.
0: Well, even Brandon Ingram who's proven to be quality as a member of the Pelicans, obviously yeah. made the all-star team last year, or the year before I forget what year he did make it. Um, Okay, if you're the Hornets and you're going to draft Brandon Miller, why not just trade for a wing that's ready? Yeah. Brandon Ingram is not super old. He has been in the league as long as Jalen Brown has, and we all still consider Jalen Brown to be young. So it doesn't really hurt to just go after somebody that's made an all-star team that's already proven, uh, that's proven he can be a focal point of an offense. I believe the Pelicans, when he was their, I guess, best player, Zion wasn't playing. They did make the playoffs, and they took two games off the Suns.
1: Yeah, they were a good team. They are a good team with or without Zion, I think. Yeah.
0: And it, obviously, if you're Charlotte and you can get Zion, you have to do it. Even yeah. though I don't love Zion, I think it's hilarious. The that upside. he can't get on the court. It's just like you're Charlotte. You have to try that. Yeah. Like there is no other way you're getting anybody to go play for your team other than making a big trade for somebody like Zion, who coming into the league was a super hyped prospect, like almost a level he still of one. The it was like guaranteed yeah. number one pick. He's going to be the next LeBron, you know, blah, blah, blah. We've known about Zion since he was like 15.
1: In his defense, like when he has been on the court, he's been a top 15 player in the league. He is like genuinely. It's just a matter of getting him healthy. I do think in these next couple of years, you will see Zion get right. I don't think he'll ever be like an 82 game player. I think he'll be like a 55, 60 game player. But if you can have him play 55, 60 in the regular season and then get healthy in the playoffs, like that's a top 15 guy in the league. Um, Now, this last Charlotte trade I wrote I think is probably the most intriguing. If I'm Charlotte, I do this still because if I'm the Hornets, I don't think Ingram or Zion makes you a title team. I'm not saying this trade would, but I think it has the upside in the future. I have pick two and Cody Martin for Trey Murphy the third. good piece. Dyson Daniels coming off a solid rookie season. The 14th pick, Stan Lottery. The Lakers 24-25 pick that could defer to either. And the Bucks' twenty seventh pick and another future first. I might have taken that last future first out there, but that Lakers twenty fourth or twenty five, they can choose, and that Bucks twenty seven, those could be really good picks depending on what happens uh, in the future of those teams. Plus, Trey Murphy, Dyson Daniels, both have. I'm not gonna say all star potential, but like star potential can be starters in this league. Dyson Daniels, the top ten pick last excuse me last year. Trey Murphy's a great three and D wing, and you stay in the lottery like. If you don't think Lamelo is going to be ready to, to compete for a playoff spot, which I think he would, for what it's worth, but like if you're still like okay, let's 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 build up the draft assets, maybe we go after a different guy we like with these picks, like that they the Pelicans can offer a healthy package of picks and younger players.
0: Yeah, it is weird from a Charlotte perspective to elect to take the picks over the guaranteed guy that's already proven. However, it does make sense in a long term stockpiling. Danny Ainge type way where you can just have a zillion picks and they all have promised to be good. I do have a weird hang up on trading away a pick that you already know is good for picks that are not guaranteed to be good though. As, That's also as simple as it's it sounds, risk. the lottery can be absolutely hectic chaos. You don't it, know. Well,
1: and they would still get the 14th pick, right? Like they'd, they'd stay in the. I'm future, not talking about different that. Different I'm talking about, I know, I know but like, I'm just like, saying even if the
0: Lakers are the worst team in the league next year. There's no guarantee that that pick is what you hope.
1: That's it true. It, it's definitely the riskiest of the trade packages, but it also has like potential to be the, like really good too. Um, I thought those were interesting. Do you think the Pelicans get a deal done for one of these picks or do you think this is just them talking?
0: I don't really know if unless they're giving up Zion, if I'm super excited to give up one of my picks for those guys, Charlotte, it makes more sense to me if they're going to like, See, then again, like you also have like the Portland wants to win for Dame like right now thing. So maybe, maybe they, I mean, I'm really pushing for Zion if I'm Portland. There's also been stuff that's leaked out that they're kind of getting sick of Zion there. They're sick of his nonsense.
1: Yeah, I saw something. I didn't read it uh, too much, but I saw a headline when I was doing a Pelican debrief and it said, (laughs) excuse me, something along the lines of like the Pelicans are sick of Brandon Ingram or something. Uh, teammates frustrated with Brandon Ingram is the headline Uh, and basically it was Pelicans writer Christian Clark reported that Ingram has sometimes seemed unwilling to play through minor discomfort to the point where some of his teammates have become frustrated with him over the past two years so maybe you trade one of them and I will say for a Blazers team that seems absolutely desperate to get a wing to pair with Dame Brandon Ingram for three makes way too much sense so Um, if I, if I think there was a trade that was going to happen, I would say it would be Brandon Ingram for three. I, and honestly, if the third pick gets traded, I would be shocked if it wasn't Brandon Ingram in that deal. Does that make sense? I I think that's probably emerged as the best trade out there right now for them.
0: Right. Am I crazy? I'd say so.
1: It's just a solid return.
0: It's a way for you to improve instantly and actually put some competitive pieces on your team rather than just hoping something works out. Because it clearly has not. That's why you are <laughs> exactly. uh, the owner of a and high pick.
1: Realistically, Dame, Shaden Sharp, Brandon Ingram, Jeremy Grant, and Larry Nance or, or Drew Eubanks or whatever you want to roll out of center, like, that's a playoff team. It, it, it's definitely a playoff team in, in the in the Western Conference. So we'll see what happens there. But the next thing we have, we have a couple tidbits of Raptors news. We'll lump mm-hmm. them together. The Raptors hired a new head coach, uh, Darko Ryakovich. Again, sorry if that's wrong. Very highly regarded around the league. Not most, not one of the most well-known names out there. Not, you know, Doc Rivers, Mike Bootenholster, or one of those guys. But everything coming out of these teams and these writers and these reporters is that he's very well liked in the locker rooms. He's very well liked in OKC. He's very well liked during his time in Memphis. And one of the most important things, Woj put this in his article, <clears throat> the Raptors wanted to hire somebody. Who is comfortable leading a competitive team and also comfortable leading a rebuilding team? And they think Darko's that guy. So they still don't know what direction <laughs> they're gonna be going in, but they wanted to avoid the Steven Silas uh Rockets mistake, I think. So uh I mean overall good hire for them, just another piece of MBA news. Yeah, whatever. So. <laughs> uh the other Raptors thing, Fred Friend Fleet is officially opting out of his contract. The deadline for that was June 15th, I believe. Per keith per Keith Smith, excuse me. He about, just couldn't wait. Him. Um, did not want to wait, to yeah. He, he all indications say, I'm not going to be on the Raptors anymore fast enough. <laughs> all indications, I'm not going to be here. He, be he's out. also, here. I think Gary Trent Jr. also <laughs> not going to be here in Toronto, so going to be an Gary interesting Trent summer. But Sorry. that's another starter for them, is what I'm saying. Like they're losing their starting, should probably push them towards a rebuild. But where do you think Van Fleet ends up? Just throw some teams out there. I mean.
0: It doesn't make a ton of sense with the roster they've got, but last time he was up for grabs, the Knicks were a team that was thrown around. Doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense with Brunson there now, but for whatever reason, that's one of the first ones that pops in my head. I know people have said the Magic. I don't think the Magic wanted him. Okay,
1: deadline. There were rumblings that they were like, "Oh, interesting."
0: I I don't know how much sense that makes. You have Fultz, who I think is good. Uh, You have Cole Anthony. You have Jalen Suggs. Like you have Mm -hmm. like three or four guards that like you could just put out there and be your starter that in mean, van fleet's kind of better than I guess, but is he going to be better than what they could become? If you actually give them time to play with the young, you know, Paulo and Franz Wagner and the rest of their I core think, the six and 11 pick.
1: I like you the pick idea point of them, with six and 11. True. You can maybe get if Amon Thompson falls in, yeah. that'd be amazing. Um, I saw a lot of things about Eamon Thompson being like the best athlete that Scott's. I would seen. rather have him than Van Vliet. I agree. And I think the big thing is I don't mind a point guard for Orlando, like a Chris Paul on a, on a, on a, on a deal is fine or, or uh, you know, Mike Conley is not going to be available for that type of guy. So I think Fred Van Vliet could make sense in the, in, in the idea that, okay, let's get a veteran in here. I mean, Van Vliet averaged seven or something assists a couple of seasons ago. He can play make, but for the contract he's going to want, I'm not doing that if I'm Orlando. I'm not handing him 25, $30 million. And I know that sounds gross because it sounds like a MAC contract. It's not a max contract. But even so, I, I just think that's too much money for him.
0: He didn't even shoot in- 40% this year. I know we got into like Kemba only shot, like 43, yeah. whatever, when he was all NBA. But still, like, or all star starter.
1: I know what you mean. Yes.
0: Still, like, he, he's not getting younger. I mean, Van in Fleet terms was of- never particularly young. He had played all his years at college. He signed as an undrafted free agent kind of made his way and then got paid kind of early. Yeah. But what are you, what is he doing for whatever team?
1: Oh, and I think the big thing is all the teams with cap space to sign them. Like who's going to want to do Houston that. Right. Want him? No Pacers. No Houston's the only one that could even make a tiny bit of sense to pair him next to Harden. And, and that I, I wouldn't want that as my backcourt. Right. Does, does Utah take a swing just to add talent to the roster? Right. They don't Not really have a point year, guard. No. We talked about this
0: last time. They own their, or not last time on the reaction video. They own their pick, and it's I guess protected. I, like if I'm, yeah, we said like, if eight, we're Utah, like just lose all the games.
1: I agree, but like if they want to stay, like I, I think if they had Van Fleet, they could push for a playoff spot. And I, I know you're, you're like, in our minds, it should be title or, or lottery. But like realistically, pushing for a playoff spot is fine in some cases. And it's to fun. be honest, to be honest, as much as you say bottom out, like. I mean, shit, they own the Timberwolves picks anyways. How good are they going to be, right? Like, you, you might have a chance at getting another okay pick, too. Um, it's true, but, but you can
0: just, like, get yourself another great pick I know, next no, year I know. by sucking, and you're I'm, really not going to gain anything from not sucking.
1: I'm just looking at teams that have cap space. Th- there's as far, far as Utah goes, they're not
0: sense. like in Orlando where they have enough young guys on the team where it's like, okay, let's go get well, a playoff like, spot. You have a bunch well, of average like, guys. You have marketing, You have Sexton. Kessler is a good young player. Agbaji. Baji. But like besides those two guys, like there's nobody really to be excited about Clarkson's on the older side. Like there's no major major benefit to getting them getting their feet wet in the playoffs. Not like a team like Orlando. So it doesn't make sense to I try know and add mean. that extra piece to push them over the edge and really they should tank.
1: Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. I'm just saying they don't really have a point guard, they have the space. Um outside of that, we're talking like Spurs, Thunder, Pistons, Pacers, Magic, right? Like, just maybe San Antonio, because they have a little bit of
0: space. But even then, who else was rumored? Uh, Chris Paul rumored to San Antonio.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Maybe they just want a veteran in there to help give teach Wemby the ropes a little bit. We'll see what happens. But uh, at the very least, we know Fred Van Fleet probably not going to be in Toronto next season. Or or definitely not going to be in Toronto next season. Um, next thing we have on the agenda, a little bit of MMA (laughs) mixed with the NBA, Conor McGregor, uh,
0: perhaps the best moment of the finals.
1: (laughs) He sent the poor heat mascot to the emergency room. They were doing a bit. I'm sure you've seen the video at this point going around on Twitter. It did a bit where. The guy put boxing gloves on, and Conor McGregor just hit him with a mean hook. He, he smacked him right in the face. It was ugly. Like he was down. The guy didn't get up, and then he hit him again while he was on the ground. And he and he had to go to the ER. <laughs> Did you see what Dana White said about it?
0: no i didn't see that dana
1: white big dumb idiot dana white not a fan but dana white basically goes well if i'm the guy i wouldn't really be having mma fighters hit me and i'm like dana i think you're missing well in
0: fairness to him he is kind of right like if i saw conor mcgregor my first he's blaming the mascot he punched me in the head
1: but he's blaming the mascot as if that wasn't like a designed bit by the team like come on let's let's not blame the individual here
0: good news for the mascot probably has a good lawsuit on his hands of somebody. <laughs> yes. Hopefully he doesn't have brain damage. I know, like you said, he did have to go to the ER. Not exactly what you would have expected to come from the finals. Conor McGregor knocks out mascot. <laughs> and then you also had, did they ever find out what happened to the fan that had to be stretched out of that game?
1: Oh, I didn't even see that. No, I have no idea.
0: Right after there was uh the, the rim was, slanted oh there was a woman okay. that had to be taken on a stretcher i don't know if it ever came out what actually happened to her
1: oh i i had no idea now you see woman out on stretcher jack searches into google um medical personnel brought out a stretcher and wheeled a woman off who was covering her face with her hands uh i think that's i think that's all we know i don't think there's anything else released about it it just saying, yeah, just saying they don't know. <laughs> um, no idea. Somebody on Twitter joked that she had too many drinks, but nothing, nothing actually came out about the incident. Um, but Conor McGregor, n- not a fan of the Heat mascot, I suppose. Um, I just thought it was funny. You, you saw something in the Athletic. The first line of the Athletic yes. article was, "It was a which little mascot." Up. Yeah, go it was, ahead.
0: Which NBA mascot do you think you could knock out? And we can't all say the Celtics lep- lucky the shot. Can I speak English? Yeah, maybe. I sound like somebody <laughs> just tried to hit me in the head.
1: Gosh. Um, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I think it's rude to say <laughs> lucky and off rip. Um, But in hindsight, maybe that's just because he's are there any other like human mascots? Or are they all like in suits? They're in suits, I believe. I think the rest are in suits. Yeah. So maybe from that perspective
0: somebody would beat the shit out of uh the Clippers mascot, the stupid bird. <laughs> the
1: yeah, Condor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Condor's getting its ass beat. Let's see. Uh I'm thinking uh Sun's mascot would win, Gorilla, big beast. The yep. gorilla is like an all-time great mascot. Uh okay, I have a list here, a little list. Rocky the mountain lion, fine. The, the Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets
0: Hood. getting its ass beat.
1: any any of like
0: the mascots that have like the super big gut are getting like their their Mm. shit pushed in
1: stuff the magic dragon would probably win no or he'd you think he'd beat up the magic dragon okay um benny the bull
0: benny the bull i don't think anybody's taken benny the bull i will say there is the famous clip of rocky the nuggets mascot getting repelled down and then just getting knocked out by (laughs) the sheer fear of ice passed
1: out he passed out Yeah. yeah Oh man, Mavs man, I would, I think you could beat the shit out of Mavs man. Lower the lifeless, rocky
0: suit down, and he just collapses on on the hardwood floor.
1: I'm sorry, I know maybe Lucky's the easy option. You can't tell me that anybody would lose to this. Is it? We're Franklin? talking. We're talking Mavs man. Come on.
0: <laughs> Mavs man's kind of jacked. Come on.
1: Mavs man.
0: Mavs man kind of looks break. like a dad at a basketball game that might pick a fight with somebody. He has Dude. the sunglasses on inside, a headband. He has big basketball biceps. Uh You nah. might beat your ass.
1: I don't know about that one. Um I thought that was funny though. We, we don't have to go too in depth but. Yeah, Conor McGregor uh, just hit him with the quick hook. Hit him with the hook real quick, but um ruined yeah. his day did not have a good day, the rest of that guy.
0: Actually, he might have had a great day. He might have got paid.
1: (laughs) This is also true. Um, And for our last piece of NBA news, we we had to cut. We actually waited. We had to wait. We weren't sure. While the game was ending. The Denver Nuggets are, in fact, the NBA champions. It it was weird watching them win Uh, as my microphone loses volume a little bit. Like, it feels like they just kind of breezed through the nba playoffs Like they didn't really have to try like i mean i i knew heading in I, I think i said the nuggets would come out of the west and so i'll pat myself on the back but like i didn't think it would be this easy like i didn't think they would just steamroll everybody and you can say oh they they, they had to play the lakers like that was the the seven seed they they had to go through like a Suns team that were well were phoenix who center. was the but,
0: betting favorite before the playoffs. Yeah, and
1: so and then the heat in the finals but like At that point, the Heat had just taken down the one seed and the two seed. The the Suns have Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. The Lakers have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, who were playing great basketball up to that point. Let's let's not act like they weren't like a good team. They were playing great. And they Nuggets have the best player at the very least in the playoffs, maybe on the planet. Like and then after the game. (laughs) jokic an actual quote he goes how does it feel to be a champion he goes it's good job's done now we can go home like jokic no emotion nothing doesn't care dapping up his players sam you tweeted out that he's like got the 2k animation going on but
0: yeah he's he he may be the person that cares the less after they won a championship (laughs) also you mentioned at the beginning it looked like the nuggets didn't have to try or they weren't trying in fairness to uh the league they weren't the only team that didn't try in the playoffs the celtics also didn't look like they were trying <laughs> also true but uh
1: yeah shout out the nuggets the Heat gave him a fight the heat were there at the end they just couldn't make their shots at the end which i bet like which would happen um but yeah the nuggets man Jokic is amazing murray is amazing bruce brown had a couple clutch or he had a clutch play at the end there and made a couple free throws had a nice putback. kcp made a couple free throws but Jokic is that guy and the Nuggets are now as it's, it's weird to think that the Nuggets are the NBA champions right now good for like, I, I'm it's not one of those people think,
0: actually, if you told me <laughs> From two fan. months ago that they'd be NBA champions, my head would have been in my hands. I would have said, how'd the Celtics not do it? Mm-hmm. And then if you told me how the Celtics didn't do it, I really might've had a heart attack.
1: I don't think the Celtics would have beat this Nuggets team though, with the way they were playing.
0: Who knows, but it, it doesn't look like it. I mean, the Celtics lost to Miami.
1: So yeah, very true but But uh...
0: now as media members we can officially start to work on chopping Jokic down (laughs) why is this because he's supposedly he's supposed to be the best now so now he's held to a different standard
1: i suppose i feel like out of all the superstars in the league though Jokic has probably gotten the most flack just because all the people are like he doesn't play defense the only reason people like him for mvp is because of advanced stats and get rid of advanced like now he's a champion.
0: What well, it kind of sucks unless he gets <laughs> traded to the Celtics. Then he doesn't suck.
1: Maybe. Maybe, maybe there's, that, there's that too. It's just weird to think about the Nuggets as champions. Not in the bad, like, weird, what about the ratings people kind of way, but just in the sense that, like, huh? like they, they don't really have the traditional media-glorified superstar, as in <clears throat> Steph Curry won last year. Giannis won the year before. He's been on the media. Like, Jokic doesn't do stuff. He, he is just there. He is he's the new Kawhi Leonard, I, except Kawhi Leonard actually did some commercials in San Antonio. Jokic <sighs> comes comes to the United States in October or or whenever training camp starts. He plays a basketball season, and then he goes back to Serbia to to ride his horses in his carriages with his wife and his kid. And for this is literally have you ever seen those memes where it's like. Kawhi Leonard goes to the basketball court. His family doesn't even know what he does. He actually just tells them he has a nine to five. He goes, plays, and he goes home and has dinner. That's yeah. what Jokic is. Jokic is I'm gonna go play. This is my job. And that's the Is Jokic's new home. Kawhi? Yes. I think he's is Jokic better all time than Kawhi.
0: No, not yet. I think so. Kawhi's got two finals MVPs
1: mm-hmm. and three titles.
0: Two, two titles
1: two titles, two finals MVPs versus one title, one finals MVP and two regular season MVPs. I don't know, and it's we, close. We, we don't have to we don't have to get into that, but Jokic is now the best player in the Nuggets history. I think he was before he even won this. Yep. Um, Will they have
0: to retire 15 for Melo?
1: No, no shot. No shot <laughs> retire 15 I'm for being sarcastic cuz when Melo retired
0: know. everybody was like, "They're going to retire his number." Like, didn't he shoot his way out of town? Shut up.
1: <laughs> Hell no. Melo's so overrated.
0: Um, He's a bum. There you go. You got me to hate on somebody during this, like, <laughs> good for Denver moment.
1: But, like, no, seriously, though, good for Denver. This is awesome. Like, you, We said this so many times. They don't really have anybody on the team you can dislike, right? Ishma. Like, they're just they're just kind of cool. What do you say? Ishmael. Even him, like, that's more of a, like, oh, he's annoying to play against. Sorry, like, I'm watching this. So, like, you're good. That's fine. Also, shout out to the person on Twitter who, who made this. Yeah. Um, for Celtics fans, uh, not him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A picture of Jimmy. Well, he's still the um, finals. Yeah, I like Jimmy, too. It's fine. Uh Good for the Nuggets, though. Jokic is... I, I haven't seen it on Twitter, but I can't He imagine. still doesn't look like he cares. I <clears throat> can't imagine anybody else winning finals. He's MVP. walking up to
0: get his finals MVP. Oh, my God. And he, he does not care.
1: The Jokic brothers, after the game, started throwing Mike Malone in the air. <laughs> <laughs> One second, I got to pull this up. Now, that's amazing. Um, Good for the Nuggets, man. If not the Celtics, I would have said this going into the playoffs. Like, outside of maybe the Kings, like, the Nuggets are one of the teams that you're just like, okay, good for them. They never won a title. This is their first championship in league history. That's always a cool story. Good for them. And and if you need some smiles on your face, here is the Jokic brothers <laughs> Mike Malone in the air Uh after that. Both the title. Both the Jokic brothers were crying. Jokic just, he doesn't care. Um, but. Um, yeah, man. Good for the Nuggets. Uh, I think that's all I got for NBA. Um, Mike not much Malone analysis, is
0: pumped. But... He's hyping up the crowd.
1: Good. And you know what that is? That's the case of a team not getting over the hump for so many years, sticking with their guys, sticking with their coaches, not making a or ton of huge circle. moves with their stars. Good for them. And realistically, are the Nuggets title favorites going into next season? I think so. I don't I think know. They have to be. I think they have to be. Um, it's too early. Yeah, good for them.
0: Draft good hasn't happened. Free agency has not happened.
1: You say the draft. They're going to lose happened, guys like
0: Bruce Brown, probably Bruce will, be Brown will probably
1: be gone, but they have Christian Brown coming right up. You know what I'm saying? Like they have other yeah. guys can help replace good for the nuggets. Congratulations to yoga. Congratulations to everybody. Uh, congratulations to Jeff green, the person who got me into basketball, which is hilarious. Every time I say it, every time it comes out of my mouth, but uh, it's yeah. True. All right. Now we move on to the okay. rat list and then head to bed. It is late. We are tired. Let's do yeah. this. Rat list. I will start off graduation. Any and all MBA or excuse me, uh, college graduations, high school graduations are awful. High school is slightly better because at least it's like people you kind of know, like like, you know, more people in high school because like, oh, the kids are giving the speech, the teachers right in college. It will be a random professor you never heard, never heard of a random student you've never interacted with a random person they bring back who is like doing their like third degree uh, like master's program, they have a cool story, and they tell a random like member of the church or whatever religious like university it is. A ra- like they bring in random speakers. It was awful. Just just read the names and let us go home. There was a guy giving a speech at my brother Henry's graduation named Genghis Khan. H- your your parents hate you. His name was Genghis Khan. His actual oh name. Horrible, horrible, but. Rat list, any graduations. Nobody cares about your style of teaching. Nobody cares about your 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 long story. As nice as it might be, they're there to see their child or brother or sibling graduate, and then they're there to go home. Especially when it's 80 degrees out, 90 degrees out in the blazing sun. Cut the shit. Let me go home. Rat list graduations. Uh, yeah, that was my first one. What do you got?
0: Uh, tell you what, rat list... But then Redeemed Rat List, Honeydew Donuts. This is a heel turn by me. Mm. Honeydew okay. Donuts may have better donuts than Duncan. Recent really? Discovery. Yeah, their Frosted Donuts, at the very least, are really good. Ooh, Did I like the know Frosted that. Donut, too. I might have to try. I, I may have turned my back on Duncan as a New Englander. Not, not the best, but... Ratlist because I sat at the drive-through like the board to order for probably five minutes before they helped mm, me, but then they constant. redeemed themselves by giving me my donut for free because I was so patient. Yeah,
1: really? <clears throat> yeah, that's an anti-ratlist for them, low key. But wow, it's like an,
0: they they do have to be mentioned because because they they have, no yet. have reason to give me the donut for free.
1: The initial action is absolutely ratless. It right was here. not
0: very good. No
1: yeah okay the donut wasn't good or, or the fact oh, that it the donut good? was good okay good 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 um what else do i got for rat list uh rat list drivers on the highway three-hour journey to union <clears throat> college which my they went to school on the way back traffic obviously fine if you're going 55 on the highway horrible human But what's perhaps maybe worse are when there's traffic, you get it, right? You're going 60 in traffic. You're going 40 in traffic, whatever there's traffic. There's not much you can do. So it's hard to ratless people for going slow in traffic. Yes. If you are tailgating somebody in the left lane in traffic, you're maybe one of the dumbest people I've ever met in my life. There was this person behind us in the car. They almost hit us like maybe like less than a foot away from our car. Because they were in the left lane tailgating us. And the car in front of us stopped. How... I understand the left lane is for speeding. We've we've determined that on this podcast plenty of times, right? If there's traffic, where do you want that person to go? Ratlist. Use your brain. Look further ahead of you than the first, first car. And stop tailgating people. We Legitimately, I thought we were going to get into an accident.
0: Ratlist official... Hold on, hold on. Drum roll, please. Mm. Sam's loading. Yeah, I got to uh do an official check.
1: Oh, you got me anticipating now. What are we doing here? Come on.
0: Official check. Hold on.
1: Give me a moment. <laughs> okay.
0: We finally found it. You can stop the drum roll. Officially, <laughs> Ratlist Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin, who averaged six point eight points in the finals. While shooting thirty-five percent from the field after <laughs> averaging nineteen point three points per game against the Celtics on sixty yep. percent shooting. <laughs> Rat list. You I I don't know how many times I can like make the joke that we should be compensated, but it's actually kind of bullshit.
1: Yeah, not great. Uh not not a great look.
0: And I, I didn't even Very have any time to go through the rest of them. Like, Struce, <clears throat> bum, probably. He, he wasn't good the was finals. Bad. Robinson, he was actually was bad. Kind of carried it over. He had some more.
1: Robinson was all right. Stru- I remember going into game five, Struce was two of 10 on one. Gabe open Vincent
0: games. was kind of terrible throughout the finals, too.
1: <laughs> he was bad. Yep. Yeah. Even Butler Jimmy wasn't gas. great. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Butler, p- since the first round, hasn't even been that great. Like, realistically, well, he, 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 hurt, he did hurt himself. I know he hurt himself. Being facetious.
0: Like, like, he, he rolled his ankle in the conference finals. I think it was in the episode with Bobby kravitsky mm-hmm. i was like he rolled his ankle keep your eye on that and i was half right yeah. except everyone else decided they were gonna yep just learn how to play basketball at a
1: high level yep pretty much they're taking the nba finals photo right now by the way neil could just just like second row back in the corner it doesn't care <clears throat> that's crazy um I'll, I'll back you though ratless the heat role players for playing like crap in the finals um I think that's all the ratless I have. I don't have much. I, I think this is, can be a shorter-ish episode. Ratlist I mean, so Adam
0: Silver right now is announcing Jaws punishment. No, I'm kidding.
1: Oh, <laughs> I thought you were serious for a sec. Wow. No, He just couldn't that's wait. To, he
0: couldn't wait to announce it.
1: <laughs> well, Nuggets no longer are uh, titleless. Good for them. Um, Anti-Ratless, the Nuggets. Anti-Ratless Jeff Green. I like Jeff Green.
0: Uh, that's they all I got. Though.
1: Home jerseys at home. Good for them. Kind of. Not really. They wore whites. They didn't wear the homes.
0: They were uh, no home Jersey.
1: <laughs> same thing. Okay, fair enough. Um, that's all I got. Any more else from you? You good? I'm good. All Alrighty. Let's close it out here. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you very much. Subscribe to have them Celtics. Leave us five stars on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. If you're not watching on YouTube, but you should be watching on YouTube. S- subscribe to the channel. Uh, I am tired. I am ready to go to bed. So I will let Sam wrap this up.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're on the YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. Like Jack said, leave a like, leave comments, and make sure you hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our uploads this summer. We're putting in work. We're making sure we get you stuff daily to keep you busy. On top of that, if you're listening on a streaming service, make sure you follow us there. Leave a five-star review and a nice little comment. Nice review saying nice things about us. You can follow the socials at Them C's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Is just the name of the pod. You'll get all our streams there <laughs> when they do happen. Usually thirty minutes before every game. No games happening right now. Not a lot of streams happening. There will be streams this summer. We just haven't. We'll, we'll there yet. get some stuff done. This is kind of a busy time still. <laughs> right, on top of that, you can follow Jack at Jack's Simone NBA on Twitter, and you can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA on Twitter. That's it for us. Bye.